What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also, follow us at YA underscore Power of Love. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you later. What's up, guys? George and Courtney here with another podcast. Nice. Okay, that's great, Georgie. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about the unchangeable, limitless word of the ever-living God. So get excited. We got some powerful scriptures for you. Hold on to your steering wheel, turn up that treadmill, and enjoy the ride. (laughs) Um, I think what sparked this was when I was talking a little bit last week about the spirit versus the flesh and talking about how we must take time to build up our spirit as Christians in our Christian walk, just to recap, in our Christian life, it is vital that we put away the old and step into the new. The newness is his new order of living. It is walking out, living outwardly what he's done inwardly that's why that scripture in philippians 2 when it says working out your salvation with fear and trembling for it is god who gives you both the the desire and the power to do what pleases him so he's doing the work mightily within you and we are working outwardly what he's already done inwardly so that is the life of the spirit is working outwardly what we've done in, inwardly. And I, ta- and I talked on the podcast on two points that um, uh, is, is vital to building up your spirit. One is holding the word of God as number one in your life, as being the final word. And so what's awesome is when you are building yourself up in that understanding of saying, you know what, I'm going to believe the word of God no matter what. It's great to build up yourself and how powerful the word of God is. When you get to a place where you just believe this word so much, you believe that it is the highest authority, it truly does get you to that place where your spirit is strengthened by it. It becomes your spiritual food. It becomes spiritual nourishment. And that's why your spirit, actually, the more that you feed on the word of God, your spirit is like growing. It's like it's like your muscles are forming, your spiritual muscles are forming. And uh, it, it's, it's just like when you're eating as a, as a child. That's why um, in, in the New Testament, Paul talks about how you crave the milk, the spiritual milk of the word of God. That's a sure sign that you are born again is that you crave the word of God. You crave it. And so we want to talk a little bit today about how God's word truly is unchangeable, how it is final, how it's absolute, how it is irreversible, and how that there is no limits to where the word of God can take you. And so with that, I just want to start, I want you to flip your Bibles to Psalm 119, verse 96 in the Amplified Classic. And this is vital because it has to be, it has to be Amplified Classic because this version is very awesome. It okay. classically amplifies it. It does. Sure thing, it does. Okay, so it reads, I have seen that everything human has its limits and end. And end. <laughs> no matter how extensive, how noble, or how excellent. 
So this is what the psalmist wrote. He said, I have seen that everything human has its limits and end, no matter how extensive, noble, or excellent it is. But your commandment, O Lord, or your will, or your word, or your way, or your plan, O Lord, is exceedingly broad and extends without limits unto eternity. So he's talking about how human ways, everything human, everything of this world has limits, has boundaries, has constraints. It has to be contained and it, there is no, there is a, a ceiling to it. That is human way of doing things. There's a ceiling to your life. You have constraints on your life. You have um, a certain dimension that you just without, you're in your own abilities, you can only accomplish this much. But he said, your word is exceedingly broad and extends without limits. Wow. That's why in that, and there's in Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 55, I think it says, your ways, Lord, are higher than my ways. Your thoughts are higher than my thoughts. They are God's ways of doing things has no limits and extends exceedingly broad. So that's why when we have the word of God that we consume and we take and we see and we witness, we are never capped. We are never constrained. We're never hemmed in with limitations. We can go as far as our eye can see from what we read, what we discover, and what we find in the word of God. And his word, is innate. it actually enables us to go farther than we could ever begin to imagine. There's that scripture in 1 Corinthians when it's, and it says, What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and no, what no mind has ever begun to imagine, the most wonderful things that God has planned for those that love him. That's, that is God's plans. That is God's ways. That's what his word has spoken. And so when we begin to discover that in the word of God, by the help of the Holy Spirit who goes and searches out these things, the deep things of God, and begins to unfold and unveil and reveal it to us through the word of God, that's when we are able to see with spiritual eyes. And in Genesis, the Lord even spoke to Abraham and he said, as far as the eye can see, as far as the eye can see, that is what I give unto you. He was talking about his land, his promise, inheritance, as far as the eye can see. You have anything to say, Georgie, um, before moving on to the next verse? No, you can, you can finish. Okay, let's continue in Psalm 119. Just a couple of verses up, actually. I don't even know where it is. I think it's just a couple of verses up. But it says, forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. In the Amplified, it says, it stands firm in the heavens. Your faithfulness is from generation to generation. You have established the earth and it stands fast. It abides. The whole universe is your servant. Therefore, it continues to stay according to your ordinances. So I want to break this down. I love the first verse. It says, forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. It stands firm. God's word is forever. God's word will withstand the test of time. There's a lot of things in this world that will not withstand the test of times. We've seen it. Maybe, um, you know, you see businesses go up and then months later they go back down. You see um, governments, rulers, uh, 
houses. Yeah, houses that just you go up and then uh, within years it's it's going to be it's going to become dilapidated. It's going to become outdated. It's going to be a uh, need renovation. It's going to need rejuvenation. It's going to need all these things. But the only thing in this world you need to grab this. This is this is key. The only thing on this side of heaven is God's word. It stands firm forever. O Lord, your word stands firm and it's settled. And the Bible says that on earth as it is in heaven, so shall it be for us. We call what is in heaven into earth by our words and as we pray we can experience what is ours and settled in heaven from the word of god and we can actually experience it on this side of heaven and so the psalmist continues he says your faithfulness is from generation to generation and it says you have established the earth and it stands fast and abides so what god establishes it says it stands fast and it abides What God builds stands fast and it abides. It remains. It continues. Whatever God sets forth, whatever God builds, whatever God establishes, whatever God implements, whatever God is doing, it is that which remains and stands. The whole universe, in continuing on this verse, the whole universe is your servant. Therefore, it will continue this day according to your ordinances. So it's just talking about how even the whole world, you can go and look around. The world is God's creation. God created uh, the, the depths of the sea to the heights of the sky. The whole universe is subservient to God. And therefore, it's continuing day in and day out. The day will never cease. The night will never cease. Dark, lightness, lightness, seed time, harvest, all these things remain because God's word has put all these things in place. It continues to go in and and go out in cycles continuously. Therefore, whatever God has set forth, his word continues, it stands fast, and it abides. And I hope that this is, you know, stirring you up to understand that Truly, what God says in his word goes. There is nothing, absolutely nothing that can reverse it. There's even that scripture in Isaiah 43, verse 14. It says, there is no one who can deliver out of my hand. I will work. Who can hinder or reverse it? You know, so what God establishes, it cannot be hindered and it cannot be reversed. That means the plan that God has for your life, the call that he has for your life, the reason why he saved you at such a time as this, the reason why he's brought you out of darkness and brought you into the kingdom of light for his son. He has a plan for you that literally it is impossible for anything to hinder it. It is impossible for your salvation to be reversed. It is impossible for his mercy to be revoked. It's impossible for what God has spoken in his word according to what is yours, the promises that he has for you, your healing, your prosperity, your success, your ability to go where only God can take you. It cannot be hindered and it cannot be reversed. And it is so. That means that no devil in hell can prevail against God's plans for your life. God's work is irreversible. Yeah. And the, and the cool thing is, is it's not like you have to work and maybe he'll give it to you. It's this, these are for sure, surefire things. These are things he's actually already given you. 
you know, and as you build your faith and as you go into the word and you start, uh, you start reading and you start understanding what God has promised you, what he's actually already given to you. It's like, I'm, a, I, am, it's not that I need to be healed. It's that he's already healed me and I'm receiving it. You know, it's, and it's, it's like, uh, when it comes to, when it comes to healing over 2000 years ago, that's why in the Bible says over 2000 years ago, by his stripes, we were healed, Amen. you know, because we were made whole at the cross. You know, we were able, we became, when we received Jesus into our hearts, Jesus didn't go back and die for us on the cross again that moment. He died for the cross on us over 2,000 years ago. It wasn't until we received it that we were able to take it in. So these are all things that the Lord has already given us, and we're just, and we're just victoriously walking into them. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is all, it's already done and there's no, uh, God is not going to take it away. He's not going to take it back. He's a, he's a, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. It says the flowers wither and the grass fades, but the word of God stands forever. Stands forever. Amen. That is, that's what, that's what we're speaking about. The the word of God that remains, the word of God that uh, abides, the word of God that is unchangeable and irrefutable and irreversible. So speaking of God's work being irreversible, there's a scripture in Romans eleven twenty nine, and it reads, for the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable. And I love that word irrevocable, irrevocable. I have some definitions of it because it is powerful. Irrevocable means permanent. Irrevocable means absolute. It means will not be revoked. It means final. It means immutable. It means it cannot be annulled or it cannot be repealed. And our God will never withdraw what he has done. He will never withdraw what he has done. And so in the amplified version of that verse in Romans eleven twenty nine, it says he never withdraws them when he once, sorry, not when, once they are given. He never withdraws the gifts and callings once they have been given. He does not change his mind about to whom he gives grace or to whom he sends his call. That's the thing. I spoke about this earlier is that God's not going to change his mind about his salvation for you. His grace has been extended. His mercy has been extended. He, this is a time of grace and a time of God's mercy. This is a time where God is drawing people unto himself. He is not withdrawing his mercy, his love for you, his kindness. God is fully love. And the enemy is fully hatred. There is no mix between hatred and love. There is no mixture mixture between grace and sin. Absolutely not. So everything of God is so solely on that side of things that he will never withdraw. He will never pull back and he will never change his mind. And that is a wonderful promise. And so... You know, in knowing that, that God's work is truly unchangeable, that he's never going to revoke anything that he has freely already given through Jesus Christ. In Isaiah 30, it says, the Lord must wait for you. The Lord must wait for you to come to him so that he can show you his love and compassion for the Lord is a faithful God. 
So what, so, you know, we, we, we hear about all this stuff. We hear about the word of God. We hear about the promises of God, but it says, you know, we got, the Lord is waiting for you. The Lord is waiting for you to come to him so that he can show you his love and his compassion. So that is our response. Our response is just coming to him. Our part is easy. God will do the work. He will do the work for you and in you. Yeah. In Hebrews, it says, in Hebrews 12, 12, it says, so be made strong, even in your weakness, by lifting up your hands and in praying and worship. You come to God, Amen. you surrender yourself. It doesn't matter where you're at in life, what you're going through. I mean, when you come to God and totally humble, your, humble yourself, he will pick you up and place you on the, his solid foundation, which is himself. He is the solid rock. And everything that seems like the world's ending he gives you rest. He's the God who gives you rest. He's the God who gives you peace. He lifts you up as you die to yourself. Yeah, he will lift yeah. you up. He, and he's, he's the one that, you know, if, if, when you do come to him, he's able to extend all that he's already, he, he's able to show you his love and his compassion and his kindness. And with that, because it says that his grace causes you to rise. His grace actually that that comes when Christ is revealed to you you get a greater measure of grace and we know from you know our pastors that grace is the empowerment it is the anointing it's the ability to cause you to be divinely enabled to do and to perform by the supernatural hand of God so it's his grace that comes alive when we know him and when we come to him and so that comes from the word of God that comes from the word of God. And so uh, just one more scripture on this, just to punch it in more than we can ever punch it in. <laughs> Numbers twenty three nineteen. It says, God is not a man that he should lie, not a human that he should change his mind. There it goes. God does not change his mind about you and his word. His word, once it's spoken, is final. It's set. It's absolute. It's permanent. It's everlasting. That means it's going to last throughout the ages and it's eternal. It says, does he not speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? You can look at that scripture and just say, okay, there, there it is. I'm done. Drop your pen, drop your microphone, drop your book, drop your Bible. I mean, just like drop and run away and just do a little dance. Does he promise something and not fulfill it? If the word of God says that, and again, that's not our words. That's what we're just reading the scriptures. That's what, he, that's what the Lord says. Does he promise and not fulfill? God will never fail. His word is unfailing. It's enduring. It's steadfast. It's secure. It's stable and it stands fast. What he establishes will continue according to his word. That's why the universe is still existing. That's why the world goes about the sun daily. That's why, you know, we look at the world and there's still things that are in place because God, when he spoke his word and he framed the world by his words, it was upheld by the words that he spoke. And so, you know, therefore we can place our trust in the word of God and we can place our trust in God because he truly, his word is beyond our wildest imagines and dreams. I love this, this quote from E.W. Kenyon. He said, I'm no longer hemmed in with limitations because I am united with the limit, limitless one. I am no longer hemmed in with limitations because I am united with the limitless one. Listen, the enemy his cohorts, the world, going back to that first scripture, it says humans, they have limits, they have boundaries, 
and we, they, there is a, a ceiling that keeps them from rising above God. You know, Satan, it talks about this in the Bible. Satan even tried to lift and exalt himself above God and he failed and he fell down low. God brought him low. And that's all this to say nothing can rise higher than God. God has no limits and no boundaries, though. He is infinite. There is no beginning and no end to him. Though he is the Alpha and the Omega, there is infinity to the, the past and there's infinity to the future. He, no one created him. Absolutely nothing ha, uh, limits God or keeps him bound. And so, therefore, when we are dependent on God as men and women... God is the one that lifts and promotes and rises us. When we humble ourselves, I'm saying humble, but humble, humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God, that's when the Lord exalts and promotes and lifts you up. That's when he takes you places where you can never take yourself. He will lift you up beyond the ceiling, beyond the limits and boundaries that you can only do uh, in your own strength, in your own ability, what you're incapable of doing, by, not by your might, not by your power, but by the Holy Spirit, the strength of God, mm-hmm. you will be able to rise and walk on heights. The Bible says he will take you to high places, high places that are unknown to the human mind, unknown to your own capacity, incomprehensible high places. And we can go as high as God and he's limitless because he's limitless. If he's always before us and if God is limitless, he can, we can reach as high as God can reach and God can reach limitlessly. And it's always above. It's always above. It's always above what we can ever imagine. And so we follow him. He's the highest of the high. He can take us what, you know, we can discover in the word of God. He will take us there. It's high. And just to, just to end this podcast off, I'm going to finish with this scripture. Do it, Jordy. It's Isaiah 55.10. Did you share this already? I did, but you know what? You Read did. it. No, Read I, it. I'm going to share it in NLT. Okay. I, uh, I'm just, just to recap it off. The rain and the snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It accomplishes all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. That's good. That's you, my friend. That's you. That is you. That's for that, you. That's for you. That's that's all for you. All you gotta do is grab, take a hold of it, grab it, and say, you know what, Lord, you sent your word out to me. You said it won't return void, so obviously it has to come to me. I receive it, Lord. The only way that word's not making its way to you is if you reject it. But as He gave us life, as He gave us life, He <laughs> says it is a gift. Freely receive. Freely receive it. So that's the word of God. It's irreversible. It's unchangeable. It's limitless. It's powerful. And it, it is going to build your spirit up. Consume it daily. Consume it in large quantities. Eat, be satisfied, and be taken to limitless places, high places with God. We pray that over you. We love you. Have a great day. Amen.